Um, we're going to talk about the NFC West now because we're going to talk about the Niners. And the Niners are hosting the Chiefs at SoFi North, or sorry, Levi Stadium. And uh, a lot of Niners fans had a fun time at their meetup in Leeds last week. There's a few Irish lads went over to that, so I had a really, really good time. And I know the Niners sent us some photos and Mark is heading over to the Bay Area soon to get some Bay Area sunshine. Uh, Colin, bye week for the Niners? Because they've got more injuries in Craig Alvin Area Hospital up here at the minute. Uh, they they do though apparently they have um, players coming back and um, Trent Williams and Nick Bosa were participants in training today. Um, whether we will actually see them on the field is uh, another question, and that that's a, a big problem for the Niners. I think last week they had seven starters out on on defense, um, but the. The issue for for them is they're going up against a Chiefs team with Andy Reid, who hasn't lost consecutive games since 2015. Um, there's also the fact that Kyle Shannon is 0-2 against the Chiefs. And multi-millionaire, um, male model, quarterback extraordinaire James Garoppolo is 0-3 against the, the Chiefs. And I do not believe that is changing this weekend because the Niners are too beat up. And I think that the Chiefs are going to get the the victory. And looking at it right now, it is very difficult to to look beyond the Bills and the Chiefs in the AFC. Uh, All the talk is about this 49ers defence, whether, you know, they've been very strong, the number one ranked in the league, but it's the severity of the team in terms of all the injuries but offensively this season they've been very stop start I don't call him on the show your day was talking about Jimmy's performance on Monday where he threw two, two picks in Atlanta but even like for where we saw Debo Samuel in the playoffs last year where he's so dynamic he's I wouldn't say he's fallen off the clip but his numbers are so low this season he's only had three touchdowns this season 345 yards reception he's only ran for 136 yards from what we saw of him last year and all the talk in the offseason about how much of a dual threat he is if he's not doing things and Kittle essentially now to turn him into a, a blocking tight end he's not the player we were seeing last year stretching the field down the middle allowing for the players in the perimeter and Ayak had a good game last weekend but we haven't seen enough out of his team and that's ultimately where I think the this game is going to come down to who can who can put up most points. Mahomes has thrown 17 touchdowns this season already. Four picks. Jimmy G has, Jimmy G has thrown seven. Either, and they're struggling with running backs of injuries. They're playing guys. Uh, they brought in Marlon Mack recently. He's been released. They're just trying to get the right blend in at running back to kind of complement the, the uh, offense in terms of having a passing game. Don't see how it's going to fit on Sunday. I think the Chiefs will rebound very well off last weekend's difficult defeat and I think it's a bit of a blowout game to be honest I think the Chiefs will come back and win very well So Michael I was actually due to be in Santa Clara this week and plans changed and you know there's a good side and a bad side to everything the good side but is you, it is you, nice you to be in faithful to the Bay Mark I, I will always remain faithful to the Bay but like um, the good side is at least I'm in the same time zone for four consecutive days which I haven't been able to say very often last while and the bad side however is if I was over there it wouldn't just be like it give you an upstate report from training like as to who's practicing not I might actually get a trial uh, that they're, they're that injured and they're that banged up especially on defense if the 49ers were at full strength 
I would give them a chance in this game because I think their defense and the defensive scheme play too high, try to limit uh, Mahomes' capabilities, could work, get pressure on the interior. It could work. And on offense, yes, they've been very sporadic. They're teeing off on them basically on first and second down teams because they know and they don't fear Jimmy in any way, shape, or form. He's not going to get out of the pocket. They don't fear his arm necessarily. And that's why they've had to keep Kittle in. That's why, yeah, Ayuk had a great game last week, actually. But um, it is not the standard Kyle Shanahan D offense where you could be attacked from any angle. Uh, they seem to get one good drive together, good low scripted plays, defenses adapt. Jimmy or Kyle, whatever way you want, the, the offense doesn't adapt and is able to adjust to it. Uh, it is far too stop-start and inconsistent. And yes, Trent Williams being out, injuries, but they're, the, they're a mass unit. They're you know casualty. They're ER, whatever the analogy works. I mean, who was Grand it I said mash to? House. And they looked at me like I was lost. Yeah, house? Yeah, kind of. Um, Grey's Anatomy, I like. That's a good one. They're too injured. I mean, at what point, actually, genuine question, at what point do John Lynch and Carl Shanahan revisit from top to bottom their strength and conditioning team and their strength and conditioning approach? Because this is not the first year they've had this in San Francisco. I mean, depends on the injuries but some of these are conditioning injuries so that's excessive in 49ers land for a couple of reasons um look as i say with this game they're too banged up they've been too inconsistent they were my super bowl pick i've still got to stick with that and i think they'll come better as people come back but they're not going to beat the chiefs this weekend chiefs all the way i think the thing they've got going for them is they could go to uh Barbados for a month and turn their phones off and come back and still have a chance to get into the wild card in the NFC. <laughs> That's what they have going for them at the minute. I think with Mahomes, he'll be haunted last week with that last play. You can see it in his face. Um, the whole world was watching. And he bottled it. Bottled it twice in the game, but bottled it at the biggest moment. And it shows you the evolution of the Bills that they believed in them. We talked about this on Monday. They believed in themselves that they could go down score and come you on, Patrick come you on and they got the better of him and it's going to be like please god we get the chance to uh to see that game again at some point i i will pray this weekend if i make it to mass uh to potentially see that happen and that's where my analysis of the chief stops um well travis kelsey's the highest touchdown scorer in the league great uh juju done well last week i'm gonna leave it at that uh Arik armstead samson ekbuman Talo, Talanoa, Hafanga, McGlinchey and Shavarius Ward haven't practiced yet and we can all sit here and say that Drake Jackson, Nick Bosa, Jason Verrett and Jimmy Ward who's playing apparently with a cast are back at practice but how fit are they? You know, how fit is Dak Prescott? We can talk about that on Monday when we see what the result is. I actually genuinely think they should rest the whole team and take the week off. They're wasting their time. And frankly, they're mismanaging their team if they go in there and try to win this game properly on Sunday because they haven't got a chance with all those injuries. Um, they might put up 14 to 21 points, but the Chiefs will have a day. Um, if they are at a point like last week where they're down considerably against a team like the Falcons, never mind the Chiefs, uh, Mr. Shanahan and Mr. Lynch should get on the phone and say, pull Jimmy, pull the starters and take the week off because they're wasting their time. Because realistically, where they are now in that division, they have a hell of a chance, whether they win this week or not. And also, and one thing I we should I don't know if we'd said this, Brian, on the Batten podcast, sorry for bringing this up, but we spent a lot of time researching this, as you can imagine. Uh, the Chiefs are only two and a half in the handicap. 
I mean, there I don't want to start going Sean Quinn, Anglo-Irish situation, put the house on it, but, you know, that could be a talking point. Uh, next week, sorry to everyone in Calvin. Let's talk about Sunday Night Football, Steelers against the Dolphins. Um, <laughs> Colin, why is this game Sunday Night Football? Are you watching this game? Because I now work on the league full-time, and I'm not watching this game. No chance. No chance in hell. Tell me why I should watch this game on Sunday. Well, none of us none of us gave the Steelers a prayer last year, uh, or last year, last week, uh, against the, the box, And um, they they went and, and did it. And that's the beauty of this league. That's why I don't think you can ever count anybody out, because time and time again, we have seen surprises. Um, yeah, I, I, I imagine, um, you know, when, I suppose, t- when the TV schedulers look at it at the start, um I mean, I'm sure they probably wish they could make changes earlier, perhaps. But you're talking about two-storied franchises and and you're talking about a number, a number of storylines uh, here. Uh, you have Brian Flores going back to, to uh, Miami and all that surrounds that. Um, you know, ev- everything he said... Um, the league, the league investigation agreed, but apart um, from the uh, tanking allegations, definitely, definitely nothing there. Nothing in any way, shape, or form. League looked into it. Fine, you can see the findings. Um, there, there's also the fact that Minka Fitzpatrick is going back there, um, and there's also the fact that the Dolphins are using this opportunity as they are in prime time to honor the one team. The one team, Mark, who did have a perfect season, uh, the 72 uh, Dolphins. The interesting thing, I suppose... Less games, wasn't it? Was it less games? Fewer, fewer games, yes. Fewer uh, games. There weren't, there weren't as many, there weren't as many um, team, I, I'm teams. I'm actually backing back Mark up here for a second. I mean, f- f- fewer games. Well, uh, and, 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 and how many teams did they play with a winning record during that entire season? <laughs> Oh, here, here we go. You in the Super Bowl. In, in the Super Bowl. You can only beat what's it. in front of you. You can only beat what's in front Commanders, of you. Commanders, Calvin, 1972. Let's keep going. The there's there's a I suppose uh, been some talk this week around the Mike Shanahan tree, um, or the Sean McVay tree, or whichever you want to way you want to look at it, but the struggles of of those offenses. Right, the 49ers have, have struggled offensively. The Rams have struggled offensively. The Packers have struggled offensively. The Broncos have, my God, struggled offensively. Um, and some of that, I suppose, is the way in which the league has evolved, the way in which it has gone to the the cover to the the two high shell, whatever way you want to to term it, but essentially taking away the deep pass and forcing teams to go down the field, right? Take what's underneath, forcing you instead of going down the field and maybe eight or nine plays, that it's going to be 16 plays. And they figure that there's more opportunities for takeaways, there's more opportunities for mistakes, there's more opportunities for their pass rushers and so on and so so forth. And that's some of what led to um, the, you know, um, fewer points, less passing, et cetera, et cetera, as, t- as teams try and react to that. And that will be interesting to see what happens. But... The Dolphins um, under Mike McDaniel when Tua was in there were maybe the the exception to the rule because they were so exciting. But then Tua got injured. Um, you know, remember with the the back injury that 
where that seems to have you know again the the league but we don't need to look into that we threw some contractor under the bus and everyone else was totally fine and did everything proper and correct um but Tua is Kenny Pickett has been able to practice two days this week even though Teddy Bridgewater who was taken out but again didn't have a concussion had to sit out so there's all sorts of interesting stuff happening around that ultimately if Tua is back the the Dolphins need a performance the Dolphins should win this but could magical Mike Tomlin work his work it again and the Steelers get a victory absolutely but I'm going to say it's the Dolphins I think Columns wrapped this game up what are we so, I'm joking. I'm joking. So, um, <laughs> Michael, you did ask, I know Colin's kind of alluded to it, you asked why this game is on Sunday Night Football because the league have, have come out and confirmed that they wanted it as a standalone game to allow the Dolphins to commemorate the 50 years since they were, went the unbeaten season. And it also would explain why the Eagles are on a bye week this week because they're the nearest team we've seen to the 72 Dolphins. So obviously they want to be able to celebrate as well. They we're might on a broad, we, we, we have they, to they remain impartial here, They might even invite them down to the game, you know, if, they, if some of them are down. <laughs> Jesus Beach Christ, I mean, the Bills are on a bye week, mate. Come on. Yeah, I know, but Come the Bills on. haven't been compared to the 1972 Dolphins on this show. Uh, the Eagles have. Who, um, please, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who on this show has compared them to the 1970? Come on. Who? You said it's, it's very likely that they'll go unbeaten this season. You went through about no, a week ago. No, I said they could go unbeaten if they get past oh. November. That's what I said. I never if get, in any if they get past I November. never in, I never in any sentence compared them to the 1972 Dolphins. Now, how the, many the, games did they play in 1972? 12? 14, was it? 14. 14. Okay. Well, if they win 14 games, we can start having the conversation. I never once said that about them. I'm, <laughs> I'm high up in them because I've actually sat and watched them play. Like we all have. Let's let's you know let's let's not spread fake news. All right. Hashtag fake news. And um, let's talk about the game on Sunday, the Dolphins against the Steelers, which I'm not to, looking forward to. I, I'm looking forward to seeing two. Um, I don't think two will be back in this game, and if there was any um, doubt around his fitness and his health, um, when he was playing, he and he was in good fettle and he was fit. He was. We, we were enjoying watching a, a very expansive uh, Dolphins offense. I think we'll see that on Sunday. Um, I can't see how the Steelers can live with this Dolphins team if two is on his game. Um, I expect a comfortable win. Um, for the Dolphins team to celebrate the night that's in it with the 72 team coming back and a few birdies in, in the background. Okay, so the 72 Dolphins team won 14 regular season games, three How old are you? postseason Mark, games. Did you graduate by then or were you in the... No, 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 I was, no. I was you know, um, <laughs> I was just coming into uh, my, my first job, Michael, at that point. But uh, they were 17 and 0. Um, there's only one team that's ever gone 18 to no, Brian, but uh, we both know who that is. Um, uh, we just won't say what happened in the 19th game. So uh, the 72 Dolphins, I mean, probably I did them a disservice. I think they beat more than, there was more than one team with a winning record that they played that year, but they had a very, very weak schedule. But they are still the only unbeaten team. It is only right and proper that the league acknowledges it. That no-name defense and Don Shula coaching that team only one team's ever achieved it. And like, again, achieved it over the hundred year history of the NFL, not just the Super Bowl era. So, uh, fair, well, definitely over the Super Bowl era. I don't think anybody did it before. Super I know. Bowl, are we counting the hundred year thing? I mean, like me and Colin could have suited up for some of these lads. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Super Bowl era, and we've had enough of them, 55 of them. Um, fair play, Dolphins. You absolutely have done it. You absolutely deserve to reflect on it. You absolutely should also remember it's nearly 40 years since you've actually been in a Super Bowl as well and you wasted the best years of Dan Marino's career. Um, but 
all well and good. You've got an exciting offense. You've got Jalen Waddle. You've got Taysom, um, Taysom Hill, <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Um, and thank God you got two back, and we hope he's all well and good. Um, Steelers deserve a lot of credit for last week, sealing the game, especially when Trubisky came in and sealed the game with a third and 11, the third and 16, I want to say, or it was like two long third down conversions to really seal up that game. Uh, that took guts and that took um, some great throws. Um, but I think for, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm neutral when it comes to Dolphins, but I think everybody wants to see Tua come back to form. They want to see that exciting Dolphins offense we saw in a couple of weeks, especially in that Baltimore game. And for that reason, Let's go with the Dolphins to bounce back. Uh, give us a bit of excitement on Sunday night. And if we're talking about history, bit of excitement celebrating the 50th team before Monday night football when Bill Belichick goes past George Hallis for second all-time in terms of total coaching wins. So we rounded out with a bit of history there. Mark, so. Mark giving away his pick from Monday. I actually feel that, and I should have said this last Thursday as well, I don't think it merits a pick this game on Monday. That's how poor the game is. I mean, the Patriots will win, but there's my pick. Um, can't I don't be know, as bad as Thursday I, I, night football, Michael. Huh? It can't huh? be as bad as Thursday night football. Oh, I think it will Bill, be. Bill, Be- Bill Belichick spoke about how good the Bears are for seven minutes. Yeah. The longer Bill Belichick speaks about a player or a team and praises them, the, the more y- you know that he is being completely disingenuous. I think the seven minutes might be a record. I uh, have been getting a lot of hate from Dolphins fans recently uh, on does, comments. Does anyone on, like online. you? Are you I mean, Dolphins fans? <laughs> I think, see, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't care. I like everyone. If people don't like me, that's honestly 100%. Couldn't care less. But I appreciate everyone who listens and watches to this broadcast. Um, really means an awful lot. Probably too much, but you know, thank, thanks a million, Gourmet Margo. Um, no, just people saying, like, oh, you're very down in the Dolphins. I'm down in the Dolphins because of what happened with Tua. And we had an argument about this both off and on screen. I've had an argument with different people about this very passionately. You know, somebody, it was a UCOM said there now about Tua, you know, they wouldn't put him on or we hope he's all right. I hope he's all right as well. No, That's all I'm going to say on that. I, yeah. I, I, I think there are all sorts of questions that to be answered. But they Absolutely, will and it'll all come out on a cold Tuesday night in March next year when nobody cares less, and that's the problem. That being said, let's, let, let's look at this game. Um, two elements. The first element is this. When you have Jalen Waddle on the field, when you have Tyreek Hill in the field, when you have all those players even behind him, even River Craycroft on the field, they have to try and double team someone. This offense, before people start saying and being biased against the Eagles, this offense is unstoppable when Tua is in form of these wide receiver cores. They, if they find a way over the next 13, 14 weeks to get it going every week, they could go all the way to Arizona and maybe play the Eagles or somebody else in the Super Bowl. That won't happen because they can't protect their quarterback and Tua maybe maybe hypothetically we have no association with the nfl and we have no idea what the current situation is health wise and we don't know what two is like uh hopefully please jesus he's all right but for me you know uh they'll win this game more than comfortably and uh who's starting the quarterback for the Steelers? is is it mitch with the whole concussion situation with kenny or are we not sure the time we're recording he's gonna play 
he's Kenny's going to play. Kenny, yeah, four interceptions in his first three games. 66% completion percentage rate. It's not bad. I mean, they have to fire him in. They have to give him one to two years. I mean, we were talking to people in Pittsburgh this week. They're very high up on him and they want to give him a chance. And I think that's the respectable thing to do to give him time. I mean, is it the answer? We won't know until the end of uh, 2024. The, the main thing is after the late windows open, I'm going to watch the season finale of Bloodlands with James Nesbitt. And I can't wait to watch that. And I'll not be watching this. And uh, if anyone spoils it for me, there will be no graphics. I'll never be on this on this show ever again. And James Nesbitt would play a good Bill Belichick. I'm going to leave it there. I gave up on that problem a few weeks back. Uh, Dolphins are going to win. And I can't believe he gave up on Bloodlands. Great Mark, show. Mark, can I make a quick point? We didn't get a chance to discuss another quarterback in the Florida area uh, who today said he's no intention of retiring. Mr. Brady, um, I don't know if anybody saw his press conference this evening where the guy asked a question at the end about the fact that he goes, so when you, when you retire at the end of the season, he went, I'm not retiring. Which is great to see. I hope he plays on. I genuinely, and I mean, I will we'll give the bandwagon box fan at the bottom here a wee chance to chat in about five seconds. I don't think he merits the talk of the day. Let, well, let just, him let him have his moment on a press conference. Meh, meh, meh. He'll be gone in March. Or he'll go to Miami. Willie Frigg. If I'm Miami yeah. and I'm Mike McDaniel, I'm keeping to it 100%. I mean, Brian, I mean, Mike makes a great point. We should never talk about a seven time Super Bowl winner. We should talk a little bit more about Russell Wilson. Um, but no, I the, mean, not uh, on a, on a reality... preview show for week six, is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> the, the reality is, as well, uh, just when we're talking about the Dolphins, we're talking about Tua. You mentioned Kenny Pickett. Michael, I want to keep saying that the uh, Steelers' offensive line has seen too many episodes of South Park with Kenny Pickett's in, and they're acting like Stan Marsh and Eric Cartman. And uh, when they look around, seeing him in another crumpled heap, they're going, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. Um, but I, for his safety, I hope that that offensive line decides to protect him a little bit more, and he also takes better care of the football. Um, be a good game. It'd be a good game. Brady's Brady's bigger thing was actually having to apologize today because he compared uh playing for an American football team to serving in the military. And he stopped he opened his press conference apologizing for that, saying, like, of course I take the sacrifice made by the the, the armed services seriously, and I shouldn't have made that comparison. I was lazy in my use of words. So that was more the bigger faux power, I thought, or the bigger story from it. Anyway, he wasn't if only he wasn't lazy enough to turn up the train on last Friday on the walkthrough on Saturday. I'm going uh, off to, thought, before we go, uh, I'm going off to find out what this Kenny thing's all about. No, I didn't know what Mark was on about there. Um, you're, Amanda, you're old. If you're saying that, you're old. Even I know what that is. Have a good know, week. Enjoy I, I week the six. Program. I know the program. It's, been, it's very long program. Good night. God bless. Lovely. Bye-bye. God bless. Good night. Good luck. <laughs>